junior entrepreneur over here. How about you let Uncle P help you maximize your candy acquisition, huh? Yeah, kick ass. I feel the need. Force me. Ow! Kick ass. Oh, hey, Herb. Oh, hey. How's patrol going? Yeah, quiet so far. Hold up. Say again? All the candy has disappeared. And now all the jack-o'-lanterns have been smashed. And now everyone's covered in silly string? Sorry, what I gotta bounce. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome. Welcome back. Happy Halloween, all you Westview, New Jersey residents. Uh, if you can't tell, I have me a little makeshift vision outfit. Got the little yellow cape. Got the green shirt. Got the red background. <laughs> we are back again with another episode of I Had a Wanda Vision of Love. And it was more than you giving to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh if y'all can't tell i'm trying to upgrade the visuals right along with the show i was stuck back in the 50s or something for the first few kind of fuzzy audio fuzzy visuals and whatnot so i think i'm moving right along into the future uh with wanda them so when you're listening to this episode please use that hashtag i-h-a-w-v-o-l pod I had a vision of love uh, and let me know that you're listening. Let's make this a conversation. Let's discuss these Westview residences and whatnot. Um, yeah. So we are in episode six. Now let's see what this description talking about. Episode six. Uh, disturbances on Halloween separate Wanda from Vision, who looks into an anomalous activity in Westview. Pretty much Vision is going on a hunt a vision hunt he's trying to see what the hell is going on in westview so they keep outdoing themselves with these episodes that's how i feel i don't know how y'all feel let me know in the comments they're outdoing themselves um this is what happens when you take a story and you give it attention the attention that it deserves it feels like there were fans in the writing room right along with people who knew how to pace a story um i'm not sure if i like this episode more than the last one i will say with the short 22 30 minute um block of time or runtime that we have it leaves me wanting more. I'll say that much. So regardless of if this ends up being better than the last episode to me, I still want more. I'm still along for this ride. I'm still excited to see what happens at the end of episode nine. Speaking of episode nine, there have been some rumors that there's probably a secret 10th episode. Now, I, I, I wouldn't put it past them. MCU think they Beyonce with these drops, so <laughs> we might just get a 10th episode. So when I looked at the um, scheduling, WandaVision, of course, is on Fridays. It stops at episode 9, and then there's a week where there's no WandaVision, and then the following week, Falcon and Winter Soldier pick up. Well, I mean, it could be a little secret episode right there. Um yeah, so John, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, it's over. Yeah, um, it ended too quickly. <laughs> well, it really didn't, but they left They left at a very good spot. So at the end of the episode, me, apparently John, and I'm sure the rest of y'all were expecting, let's give me like another five or six more minutes. What the hell is going on? 
Um, man, this was good. So non-spoiler-ish. We'll do non-spoilers. Um, what can I say? What can I say? Give me some general non-spoiler thoughts. Um, great show as usual. Openings. Whoever is in charge of these opening sequences of this music has been doing what needed to be done. I thoroughly enjoyed the opening of this episode. And it's just following the progression of the characters in the story. It's not a generic slap on Wanda and Vision like this point that this one we get from the kids' perspective. I believe specifically Tommy's. Um, it gave me a with the kids in America. Oh, with the kids. So I don't, you know, if y'all know, let me know. Cause I don't know what all of the sitcoms and all of the music is based on, but I know it feels familiar. Though it feels like you know old school '90s sitcom ish, it feels very familiar. Uh, um, then having Pietro added to the cast, which if you didn't watch last week, where have you been? <laughs> have you even been on social media getting stuff spoiled for you? Yeah, this this opening was really good. It kind of gave me a um, Showtime. Is it the Showtime show? Um, the Gallagher's. Gallagher's uh that, 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 that shameless it almost gave me a little shameless vibe and I will say with every single show and new opening we get it honestly makes me oh Malcolm in the middle oh, John said Malcolm in the middle yeah yeah oh, there we go that feels like it as well um what what every single show that we get it makes me I'm excited for the WandaVision of it all but then I'm kind of sad because I'm like these seem like some good concepts for shows. Like, though they are based off sitcoms of the past, I'm thinking, like, can we get the, <laughs> can we spend a little bit more time? And I guess that's that's part of the uh the allure or the the greatness that is WandaVision so far. So uh yeah, so as as far as non-spoilers, the episode was good, just like last week. I'm still not sure if I feel like it was better, um, but it was good. Everything's moving along quickly, nicely. Uh, we get a very special Halloween episode. So, you know, there's that. Um, I like this model of week to week because, you know, we can binge pretty much anything that you want. And this show, I think, probably will play well being binged. But having to wait each week and sit like just like with Lovecraft Country, having to sit around with the rest of the Twitterverse and figure out Easter eggs and predictions and what this could mean and what this might not mean and this and that like i yeah that's <laughs> i'm enjoying that so um so we get an opening we get it from billy and tommy's perspective i like that we're focusing on them which makes me hopeful that they are going to be significant going forward i'm hoping we don't get the mephisto taking his soul shards back from them to um pretty much erase them from existence now, if we need that trauma to happen in order to move on to the greater mutant and proud of it all, I'm okay, but I like these kids. Like, I want to see more of them. What are they capable of? You know, Wicked and Speed. I like that this was a very smart move, too, using Halloween as a backdrop to, like, put everyone in their costumes, their traditional classic comic book um, costumes. Wanda comes down the steps and <laughs> Billy says, are you old Red Riding Hood? Again, proving that even in comic book TV shows, kids out of the mouth of babes, they got these slick mouths. <laughs> um, and then Vision with his fit, I don't know. I don't know if I can put pictures up. I'm going to try to figure that out at some point. But 
he he looked good. Paul Bettany, like that whole it, uh, chef's kiss. Um, I do like that we got the kids so like obsessed with their uncle. Well, specifically Tommy wanting to be like the uncle. Oh, he's so cool. He's so great. This and that. Well, Billy <laughs> recognizes. No, he's what my dad calls a man child. <laughs> man child. Kevin does. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Uh, yeah, it's up oh, here. There we go. Yeah. And uh, see, it says I got uh, family ties with a little bit of full house. Yeah. Like I, it, I felt like a mix and amalgamation of a lot of things, but I couldn't like there are certain things I could pull out and say, yeah, that feels like X, Y, and Z. So thank you all for the, the comments helping <laughs> <laughs> helping me out. There you go, John, some more light skin vibes. <laughs> you say Vision got them light skin vibes? All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, we get this opening. And then the house. The house is another character that I don't think we focus on enough. The evolution of this house, man, is ridiculous. Um. Yes, yeah, just a set piece and whatnot. But I like that now that we're getting more modern, it feels like these changes are very minor. Because if you look at the very first episode, which was I think fifties, forty fifties, this the was it four yay? I don't know. The entryway was huge as hell, and there was like one couch, a table. The space is yeah. It's I I like I like that the house is as much a character as everyone else. Who, but I don't I don't uh I don't I don't envy Wanda. So with Wanda, my initial my initial thought is that she was controlling this. She was doing everything. Then when the Mephisto, um, uh, ideas started being planted, I was like, okay, I can see Mephisto. You know, he's red. He's the demon. He's the devil in Marvel comics. Maybe he has some ties. And now it's like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, when we get the flash of Pietro being a corpse, I'm going to tell you right now, that messed me up. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and it did exactly what it did when we saw um, when we saw Vision as a corpse because I wasn't expecting it, even though it feels like I should have because the way the camera landed on Wanda at that point, her head was turned. She turned back. And he was just dead, like <laughs> what's the like weekend at Bernie's? So I um yeah yeah. So Kevin, what'd you say? Kevin, Wanda is trying to save Vision. That's why she expanded the reality, and the Sword Team is trying not to save her, but hurt her. And when Vision was out, they really did. Yeah, they didn't do it. There we go, Kevin. Kevin, right on the money. Sword. Okay, I'm <laughs> because I'm a fan and I'm a stand of Wanda. I'm trying to really separate my fandom from the show and like look at it at face value if we are existing in this real world 2021 and you're in new jersey and you're living there enjoying your life and then all of a sudden shit change and you're in this walking sleep and now someone is controlling your body uh your actions everything you do you're in the living hell we also saw, oh, I forget the uh, the Indian guy's name, um, but Amar, Amar, mm, that's not right, but he, him, and we also got Agnes being able to speak freely. So in that regard, I know that Wanda is wrong, but I'm a fan of Wanda and I'm going to let her make it. <laughs> so I think director Haywood is the big bad of all big bads. But no, I do, I, I intellectually understand that they are trying to save these people in Westbrook, but at the same time, Norm, there we go. Thanks, Ivy. It's Norm. Norm is the guy's name. He, that first little breakdown of like, I need to call my sister. She's taking care of my dad. Help us out. We can't think. 
that was terrifying. And I, again, that's one thing that I love about this so freaking much is that you get this sitcom overlay and then you get this like horror show where it just pops up every now and again. Something is terrifying. And that I can imagine like as a kid, you might watch a zombie show or a monster movie and it's like, oh, this is scary. But as an adult, somebody takes away your free will and just forces you to <laughs> go to a nine to five job every day. And then come home and just sit there waiting for the next day. That is terrifying. I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing now in this pandemic. We are either working from home or going into work to come right back. Like, <laughs> this is this is terrible. Let's see, Kevin. And Wanda uh, hurt Pietro because he said your husband can't die twice. Related to Vision died twice in Infinity War. Ooh, good, good, good. I just took it at face value as, oh, he died twice. But, yeah, I didn't even remember. Yeah, Infinity War. That happened. Oh, shit. There you go. Come on. Come on, Kevin. So um, we do get, oh, also, I got my little, little trick-or-treat bag. You know, it's Halloween. So Wanda, I like these, this. I like that this argument that her, this continuous argument or conversation that her and Vision has had, have had for the last couple episodes has not slowed down. True enough, he is trying to figure out what's going on, but he ain't taking his foot off her neck. She... After we have this very wholesome inter interaction with her and her brother and her kids, he comes downstairs and she's like, oh, baby, I'm so happy you got into the Halloween spirit. He's like, well, there's nothing else in my closet, ma'am. Should I be naked? <laughs> and that, that, the acting, ah, y'all, y'all know I'm a stay. You know I'm standing for this show. <laughs> the acting, these small moments, like that moment right there, that exchange, where it's like, I'm being nice, nasty. My family is here. I'm trying to keep it together. But you are doing things, wife, that you've never done before. You're not including me on what it is you're doing. You're, you're taking advantage of people. And I am now woke enough to understand that something is wrong. And the fact that I think, I feel like Vision is the only one, either only one with free will or the one who has the most free will. And I wonder if that can be attributed to him being like vibranium, like being a synthetic human versus like Agnes and them where they understand even in this waking, walking dream that something is wrong. Mm, I wonder. Yeah, poor vision. That's right, man. Poor vision. This man, he's just trying to live his life. He thought, hey, I'm with my wife. I got my kids. Poor vision, man. It's, it's, it's messed up, but I do. Like, I like this. He's going on this detective thing or whatever. So he goes further out in town. He goes, I don't know, let's say, let's just say eight miles away from where their home is. I don't know if that's accurate, but let's just say eight. And where I originally thought Wanda is, she has the town of Westview in this bubble, and she is controlling everything in this bubble. It's mainly like in her main vicinity, but it's still these, this trickling butterfly effect of I'm still, I still have enough control over the people on the outskirts, but I don't, they're not active unless you're close to me, unless you're physically closer to me. Uh, we saw that with the lady hanging up Halloween decorations, like on repeat over and over and her husband in the background, picking up the jack-o'-lantern and dropping it down, dropping it low, 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 low 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 um that again was another horror element uh that i myself was like again 
my God, to not have free will. Because what happens if I, the possibilities are endless? You get mowed down by a car or something. The fact that Agnes was able to take a wrong turn, which gives me the sense that, you know, they, again, have free will. But maybe because she was far enough away from Wanda that she wasn't um, sucked in, uh, encompassed, um, as knees deep in the magic as everyone else. But what if she had a, veered off the road and ran into some of these kids? Which, let's talk about these kids. Pietro, I don't know who he is anymore. So initially when he showed up, I was thinking, okay, we're getting the multiverse and Wanda has pulled him because he's alive and he's an alternate version of her brother who died. That's what I was thinking. Now, after seeing that he is a reanimated corpse, or at least it appears to be that way, El Vision is, and because he has so much working knowledge of this being a show to the point where he's not like the Westview residents where it's like, oh, you know, what do we, what do we need to do for you, Wanda? He's like, man, you did a good job. These motherfuckers can't do nothing without you. Like, I, because he has this knowledge um, about everything that's going on in Westview, uh, I, I feel like I don't know what he is. I, he could possibly be Mephisto. Um, he could, I mean, if y'all have any ideas, let me know. Because at this point, I'm just grasping for straws. I was so happy that he was back that I'm like, man, you dead. Um, the one thing he said that I'm sure everyone else notices that there are children in the town now. Vision mentioned it before. There's a park, but there's no kids. I walk by this park every day on my way to work. I never see any kids. Where the H-E double hockey sticks are the kids? She says there's kids. Next episode, now we got a bunch of kids for Halloween, which, again, was like a really um, good way on Wanda's part to incorporate children into the show because, of course, Halloween, you expect to see a ton of kids getting candy. So it wasn't like, he said it then the very next day. Now there's this influx of school buses. So smart on her. So it feels like her subconscious is maybe doing some work in the behind the scenes because I feel like she honestly did not know what was going on even up to this point. But when Pietro said, where were you hiding these kids? And he said, well, I get the moral implications of um, having these kids out here. I imagine you just had them in their beds in, in a sleep to pull them out for, um, what do you say, special episodes and whatever else he said. And I'm like, I mean, now as much as I want to be on one side, fam, these are the children. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, let's see. Kevin said, I really don't understand what Vision was saying. Um, something like when he said, help the people now. I don't know. And Darcy isn't reality. What does that mean? Wanda know. Okay. Okay. So speaking to Kevin, um, at closer towards the end, when Vision finally, when he talks with Agnes and we get that infamous, am I dead? No. Why? Well, why would you think that? Because you are. <laughs> when we get that and he puts her back to sleep because apparently Vision has some of the same power that uh, Wanda does or maybe because they both have infinity stone genetic makeup. I don't know what that is. If you know, let me know. But he turns, she turns around, she being Agnes, goes back home. Vision goes through the little barrier, and he's like, help these people. Help these people. Now, at this point, do a, do a little backtracking. Jimmy, Monica, and Darcy. When we pick up with them, we pick up, I imagine, like, maybe 10 minutes right after last episode, 
where he shot a missile at Wanda and she threw that one that missile back. So we're we're like maybe a few minutes after. Again, Monica, black women saving the day. She says, Man, look, if you can't shoot this problem, you can't just shoot Wanda and be done. She's more powerful than you, me, and everybody here. If Wanda is the problem, she has to be the solution. He gets rid of all of them. He's like, you, Darcy, Jimmy, get the hell out of here. They leave. They whoop ass. They beat up the, the, the soldiers that take them away. Darcy comes back. Well, they all come back. They hack into the mainframe, do whatever it is that they do. Get Haywood's files. Monica and Jimmy leave. She mentions, hey, I, my 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 homeboy or whoever is going to help get me back into the hex. It will be here within an hour, which I wonder who that is. If y'all think y'all know who it is, let me know. So she does all that. Darcy stuck there trying to figure stuff out. She said, hey, Wanda, you, uh, uh, Monica, you can't go back in. You've been through there twice. Um, you have now got your genetic code rewritten. You are no longer human which we knew that was coming. Come on, photons, spectrum, Captain Mark, whatever. So all is said and done, Monica and Jimmy leave. Darcy is there. She sees Vision coming out. I mean, deteriorating like he's going through the snap yet again. Let me tell you how this is why, even though Wanda is the bad guy, S.W.O.R.D. is a hell of an organization. They handcuff Darcy to the front of this Hummer and leave her. They leave her there as Wanda starts expanding the reach of Westview. Why would you do that? How in the hell? So, again, to Kevin, um, to what you said about <clears throat> Wanda knowing Darcy tried to save Vision, I'm imagining that Darcy will be spared. Um, because Monica even mentioned, hey, you know I'm not here to hurt you. You can sense that this missile that shot at you was shot by sword. Wanda needs to take Sword down. I mean, I'm sure she's not going to do that. Like, they're the next shield. Um, Vision is... <laughs> Y'all, I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. I'm talking over myself. Um, Vision is trying to save the people of Westview, rightfully so. He has no memory of being an Avenger. He has no memory of anything prior to being in Westview. He knows something is wrong. He knows Wanda is the cause. Wanda is at this impossible impasse where you have had it good for so long, the first few episodes, where now things are happening that are forcing you to recognize that you might not be the hero. You may very well be the villain in this story, and there's no more innocence of ignorance. Pietro is letting you know in your face, I know what you're doing. Uh, uh, Vision is doing the same thing through any arguments, bumping heads, because even if you get him on your side and you're all happy and well, he has some semblance of free will. He wants to know what's going on. Your children are the only truly innocent ones in this situation because they don't understand what's going on. Wanda may very well be the villain, guys. Uh, Marcus, I feel like Pietro is somebody trying to use Wanda. You know, uh, yes, Marcus, I was thinking the same thing. Possibly if we're going with the Mephisto route, knowing that, like she said, I don't know how I'm doing this. I just know that one day I looked up, you was gone, uh, my husband was gone, I had no family, I had no one, I was in a deep darkness or whatever she said. That wasn't verbatim. So could he be playing off of those emotions, um, sensing this very powerful being who is not as polished? And at the end of this, we need to have a talk with, one, all the Avengers, but specifically Doctor Strange, 
How is this going on and you are nowhere to be found? This better be answered in this damn movie. I know that much. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the power that Vision uses on the people is yellow, so I'm thinking it's a Mind Stone thing. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Because I was like, there's no way that Wanda should be able to put these people in this walking sleep, but Vision should have that same ability. But also, if he's not aware, if he only knows I have this power, I'm with my wife, I have my kids, but he doesn't know the history of his power because it doesn't shock him that he can touch these people's temple and put them back to sleep. Man, it's a whole lot of shit going on in Westview, uh, Cole. I feel like Sword was scrubbing Vision's memory to begin with to turn into a weapon. That is something I hadn't considered, but I'm I think that's a good good um thought. I don't know. Considering you show when it's convenient this footage of Wanda breaking into Sword, first of all, whooping all y'all asses. <laughs> you show it when that's convenient to back up your argument, like, oh, she's um um, he doesn't want to be a weapon, blah, whatever. What was y'all doing with his body then? You know? So, yeah, that could be a thing. They could be scrubbing this man's memory. Maybe that's why he did that. On top of Wanda wanting to just have her family could contribute to why he doesn't remember anything. And that's, ah, I want to um, speak on Billy for just a moment. Billy, th there was a commercial, and it was a 90s like Gogurt commercial, like Go Magic, a little boy on an island, hungry, one palm tree, crying about being hungry, a shark with a skateboard or a surfboard pops up, like, hey, man, I used to be hungry, too. Then I used Go Magic, and he gives him a little Gogurt. He's like, man, yeah, you got to eat the magic or unlock the magic, whatever. The boy ends up dying. It's like claymation. He he tries to open the, um, the Gogurt thing. It doesn't work for him. He eventually dies. I saw, oh, and I don't remember where, I don't know if it was on Twitter, YouTube, or whatever, but I saw something that said perhaps this is uh, whatever subconscious shit Wanda got going on telling her kids to, like, unlock their magic, specifically Billy. Uh, we know that Tommy Speed has the power of his uncle, Pietro. He's super fast. Um, Billy powers manifesting. I felt like, and I could be wrong, but I felt like this was almost wanda that commercial was wanda tapping into billy as almost maybe like an amplifier not to say she's not powerful on her own but like if you got two witches two witches in your family and you and, and he's sensing vision being hurt wanda didn't sense that is it because you're wrapped up in the conversation with your brother or is it because you just don't have the range you know um yeah so there's that um i think that Ah, oh, shoot. What is this? Uh, let's see. Edward. Uh, Stephen Strange is probably jumping through the other multiverse. Man, F him. No, just man. So it was, it says, uh, Stephen Strange is probably jumping through other multiverses, which very, it could be. I'm sure this will all be explained. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here nerding out, being upset at shit, but I get, first of all, this is all just production. So I get it. You know, his movie's coming up next. So I'm sure we're going to get some type of explanation. Uh, let's see what Kevin you say. I think. That uh, the scientist she is talking about uh, maybe Dr. Strange, perhaps, yeah, uh, because they said he is going to be in the show. Dr. Strange helps her, but it works. Uh, then something goes wrong, and Wanda in the trailer blasts her magic at the barrier after Dr. Strange goes in there to try to talk to her. She fights him, comes through, sending a vision, says, Let's fight for our reality. See, now I saw that portion. So, if you guys remember some of the clips of the show in general, where it's like, I thought it was maybe it's the 2000s modern family episode, but Wanda and Vision look at each other and they're like, 
a war is coming or some winter is coming. I don't know, but let's fight. So yeah, to your point, Kevin, I didn't get the Doctor Strange elements of it, but hell, if he come through in the final battle with Doctor Strange and we have to wait for his movie to see what happens, I'm even fine with that. Uh, let's see. Kevin also says at the end of the episode leads into the multiverse of madness. I'm assuming so. Yeah, Kevin, I'm assuming so. Um, it's the only thing that makes sense, knowing that that movie is coming. Let's see. Ivy, what you got here? What do you think of Vision doing his best Wolverine? <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. Ivy says, what do you think of Vision doing his best Wolverine impression from X3? <laughs> I think Paul is doing a, a damn good job as Vision. That accent probably is um, blinding me to whatever bad acting choices he might make because I hear the pip-pip cheerio in his voice. So I'm for it. <laughs> what else? All right, Cole says, could Monica be meeting Reed Richards in the next episode? Wow, I didn't even, I didn't think of that. Um, shit, maybe. Um, I know they mentioned in the, was it the first episode or maybe the, no, the, the third, whenever we got the real world, that um, there were astronauts lost in space. So that could be setting up the Fantastic Four. I believe that has been mentioned, but this specific idea that Monica could be re meeting Reed Richards, I'm not sure. You know, hell, we don't really know much about Monica or Maria or Sword or Detective uh, Director Haywood. Like, we don't, we're introduced to them here, and there's been the fourth, yeah, obviously the fourth episode, yeah. They've, um, there've been things introduced. We've seen stuff online, marketing stuff, teasers, all that, but this is really our first interaction with sword. And it's a slight variation on the, um, not variation. It's is slightly altered from the sword in the comics. So who knows, uh, what we're going to get, um, overall. Cause now we can look back on all of the first couple phases of MCU and see where we are. With Shield, we can see the undertaking it went through. We can see all of that hindsight 2020, but this is something brand new. We don't know what we're getting with these folks. So, yeah, it could very well be Reed Richards. Hell, I'm at this point, this kooky ass show, I'm expecting any and everything. Shit, it could be She Hawk coming in there or something. You just you don't know. You don't know. We'll just say, come on, man. <laughs> uh, let's see, John. Uh, we know about Maria and that wig. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. They ain't quite Tyler Perry, but they ain't, you know, sometimes those those wigs. I don't know, fam. I'm I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm yeah, I'm gonna leave that one there. Uh Kevin says, What do you think will happen to Pietro after episode six? Man, now that what I'm hoping now, y'all okay, listen to this, y'all. I don't know what episode it was that I mentioned the um, the marketing, like promotional material for WandaVision, how it's Wanda and it's Vision and they're in front or behind a stack of televisions. I know for a fact that I saw a picture of the Pietro from the MCU with black hair slicked back in a gray suit standing behind those television screens, just like Wanda and Vision and everybody else now. I know I saw that. I can. I'm going to scour my tweets, my likes, my bookmarks. I know I saw that. That being said, if the original MCU Quicksilver returns, maybe this guy is just a corpse. Honestly, I don't know, and I'm scared to find out because I've been gung ho about. I want Pietro back. I want this family together. Give her her kids. I I don't know, Kevin. What do you think is going to happen to? 
uh, Pietro after this. Because if he is, either he is a corpse, just like Vision is, which I could say, okay, maybe, because Wanda reanimated Vision and brought him to Westview. But by her admission or by her own words, she said she didn't, she didn't bring Pietro here. He knocked on the door. He said, hey, I was laying there dead. Um, I heard you calling for me. I had to come to you. So if she honestly did not reanimate him, is he even really dead? I don't know. I don't know. This is the whole... <laughs> Kevin Feige, <laughs> you are not Beyonce, sir. Quit, <laughs> quit stressing me out. I don't know. So honestly, I don't know. I don't know, Kevin. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, see, I hope Monica ends up being Spectrum instead of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm thinking she will because we already have a Captain Marvel in the MCU. We already have Carol Danvers solidified as the very first film of, you know, the entire universe. So I would imagine she's going to be Spectrum, like, or Photon or something. Or maybe they give her a new name or something, but I don't think she's going to be Captain. But shit, what if she is? And now she, Captain Marvel 2 is Monica Rambeau. No. <laughs> so that's that's an option as well. You know, that could happen. Um Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Darcy, Marcus says, Dar Darcy got to pop up as a Westview wage. Man, say, look, that is the perfect thing. Okay, so I didn't put much stock into what Darcy may be because we know that she's now within the Westview uh, dome. We'll say that. The hex. She's in the hex now. With her being chained up, if you notice at the end of the episode, everybody's running away. Monica, Wanda has turned these people into clowns. She has turned the uh, sword facility into a circus. All of the cars that's, you know, there, the utility vehicles and whatnot, is now used car lot. But we did not see Darcy. We did not see her at all. She was like the first person to be um, encompassed by the hex. I don't know what she's going to be, but Marcus, that's a good idea. If they play on the two broke girls, I mean, give me the same color uniform. Even bring in homegirl, her uh the the blonde chick who was in there with her, bring her in too. That would be that would be smart. Yeah, Kevin, you, if you hear us, do some rewrites if you ain't did it already. Two broke girls, yes. <laughs> Could Monica turn into photon at the end of the show? Cole, yeah, I shit, she probably photon now. Um when Darcy showed her that graph and was like, Hey, you know, your chemicals and sales is restructured, whatever. And she's like, yeah, you know, I've seen enough of that for a lifetime. Remember her clothes, her clothing is also like Kevlar strength. And it's the same color as her photon outfit. So I'm assuming maybe we is talking to Reed Richards, do some unstable molecule stuff and repurpose that 70s denim black and white shirt combination to be this new photon uniform i can see that i think i think you're onto something there so i think you know if she don't exhibit if she is not fully photon yet i think the end would be a great we have to see her before episode nine as photon um two broke girls yeah ivy up two broke girls reference uh what else we got did you people evan peters and yeah the kick-ass reference yeah that too i was like why is this standing out to me yeah um and then also with Marvel, they do whatever the hell they want to do. Um, Evan was in Kick-Ass. So was uh, Pietro, the MCU Pietro. They was like best friends, right? Because I watched the first Kick-Ass, but not the... Uh, it's been a long time. But the two Quicksilvers from MCU and Fox were friends in the Kick-Ass uh, uh, movies. So, I mean, you know, 
Maybe we're going to get some of that. Uh, what does John say? Fuck Carol from accounting. <laughs> Referencing uh, Carol Danvers. Fuck Carol from accounting. <laughs> uh, bring Anna Marie into it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this episode is honestly is the kids. I like because especially with um, with mutants, we know. When you go through puberty or go through a traumatic event, their powers manifest and, you know, whatever. You see these two personalities. They couldn't be more different from each other. Tommy says, I'm the cool twin. Billy says, what does that make me? And I felt like he's going to be shady and be like, mm, you the mm, twin. <laughs> the dork or something like that. And uh, they are these kids are really shining. Like, sometimes kid actors ain't all that great. I personally feel like they are doing a really good job. I wonder with the way in which they progressed in age and with us only having a handful of episodes left, not knowing what's going out on the other side, if we are to assume that they're going to continue and be staples in the MCU with their mother, we got Young Avengers coming up, I'm sure. Um, how much are they going to age in this series? Will they still be 10, 11 years old for episode nine? Or when they see their parents having to whoop some ass, will they age up to 20-something and join in? I wonder. I wonder. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ivy says, if Evan Peters would have uh, been a kick-ass too, then he would have been the kick-ass kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I may need to revisit that. I just saw a uh, final battle scene in one of those kick-ass films, the one with McLovin falling from the ceiling. I just randomly watched it. It was on one night, and I don't know what I was looking at. So um, if you have some more deep-cut kick-ass references, let me know. Even in the comments, use, uh, use that hashtag. Ivy. Ivy says, the twins gave me Zach and Cody vibes. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. They, yeah, you know what they really did. I watched The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That was my shit. So, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I did like their costumes. Again, using Halloween as a backdrop and an excuse to put these characters in their classic uniforms. Wanda in that silhouette challenge ass outfit with the <laughs> lay your head on my shoulder outfit and uh, um, Vision in his little, they called it like a Mexican luchador wrestler outfit. That mm, You know what? Honestly, this episode felt borderline problematic. There were a lot of things that were said and I was like, I don't know about that, fam. That being one of them. Also, the usage of the word lame. I was like, oh, this feels feels wrong. Ah, now I'm going to say, and this isn't by any means giving them a pass. Maybe it's because in the 90s, if we look back at it, some of our beloved TV shows, they didn't have the most welcoming of language and subject matter on some episodes. Again, not an excuse, but this episode did feel kind of like Wanda relax sis please um but i did like her being in her original uniform vision being in a, a version of his same with quicksilver as well as uh billy billy to me that's the one when i saw him in his little headband and kind of cape shawl thing i was like okay okay y'all y'all going hard with it like it's you know if you know you know so um, for those of you who maybe don't know about Wiccan, you don't know about Billy, go Google him or uh, shit. That uniform to me, that's one of the best uniforms out there. Um, and then eventually Tommy getting his similar uniform to his uncle. And man, them kids, they did what needed to be done this episode. Uh, Marcus says, I need the twins to be with Miss Marvel. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like 
Okay, so Marcus says, I need the twins to be with Miss Marvel and Riri and them young heroes. Yes, Kamala, Riri, the twins. Um, if we ever, I don't know, maybe get Miles. I don't know what's going on with the Spider-Man side of things, but we're going to, whatever. I know I want me some young Avengers. We're going to be getting Kate Bishop, too. And I want champions. I don't know if they're going to be able to exist together or if maybe MCU is going to do a mashup of Young Avengers and champions-ish. But I want those. Yes, Marcus. I, I need I need those. I need I need these heroes, Frankie. No, I just, <laughs> and I'm ready for Ironheart. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, WandaVision, I've, I've, I've been confident that Marvel is going to give us something entertaining. WandaVision is something that I knew was possible. Um, I like what we're getting. It makes me more excited for the shows that are coming. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I wasn't too excited about. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. I wasn't too excited, but watching WandaVision and seeing the time and effort and energy that's going into it, I'm like, man, I'm sure if we're getting this level of entertainment, we can get that in Ironheart. We can get even the animated, which is different because it's animated, but yeah, we got um, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur coming up too. Like, you know, golden age for these nerds. <laughs> um, so to kind of move towards a close, of course, keep those comments coming. But um, if we're going with some favorites, the standout for me this episode, honestly, was the twins. I loved seeing them. I think Vision and his investigative work was awesome, but the twins, like, sold it for me. Them getting these powers as these little 10-year-olds, um, the, the, the difference in personality, I think they're both doing a really good job um, with these roles. And these roles, like I mentioned with Wanda Pryor, is that these are characters who have not been on screen. These are characters who have existed in the comics, but there's no definite, this is Billy. When I hear this voice, this is Tommy. This is, you know, so they're able to bring to life these characters that we've seen on panel. And now you little whatever their names are you could be the definitive speed and the definitive wiccan for when i now read these comics later on so oh my god i just thought the kids they were phenomenal thumbs up thumbs up to them even the kids who were trick-or-treating against their will i don't know they did good too um scenes i don't know favorite scenes i would have to go with Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing was just so good from the commercial. Like that was good. Very 90s, very nostalgic. The opening sequence, that title sequence is, ah, again, great. Um, But if I have to say, I'll, I'll say the conversation between Wanda and Pietro. The fact that he's like, man, I know you tested me. It's been a long time. I'm your brother. She's like, why you got a different face? I don't look. I don't know. Details is fuzzy. You know, she's like, where's your accent? Where's your accent? You know, so, and when he told that girl, why you worry your husband can't die twice and Wanda sit that man into orbit, <laughs> like you, my brother now, but that's my man. You better not talk shit about my man. <laughs> oh man. Um, let me know some of y'all, you know, favorite characters, if there is any, or any, uh, shows you're looking forward to as we start to wind down this episode, anything else on your mind, predictions, any Easter eggs you saw, anything you may be privy to that I don't know, anything you disagree with, you agree with, or if not, you know, we can uh, end this thing. But, man, this show is getting – it's it's the suspense. And, actually, here's a question, you guys. How much time has passed? 
if we're looking at episode one through six, it feels to me like a week and maybe a day has passed. Considering in the like real world, we pick up with Wanda, Jimmy, and Darcy like right after the events of the last episode. It feels like there's been minutes that passed. So how much time do you guys think have passed in this whole series so far? I'm going with like a week and a day, maybe a week and a day, and then like some hours, like we're well into like the two, three o'clock in the morning hour of that day. I don't think we, we've we've gone past, we ain't touched a month yet. Um, Yeah. So that's that. Well, Thank you guys for joining me for yet another Friday of I had a wonder vision of love and it was more than you're giving to me. <laughs> Man, I'm enjoying this show. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys check me out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts, listening stuff. I have more shows there. We got a Black Lightning series that is running. We're streaming as well with my co-host Cole Jackson of the Government Name Podcast and BYNK Radio Fame. Please check that out. Check him out. Check me out. Check us out. We'll check you out. Meet your friends. Meet our friends. No. Um, and uh, hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blurred, as you can see here, pointing down right there, Carefree Blurred. If you have any thoughts on the episode or you want to live tweet or whatever, use that hashtag, I-H-A-W-V-O-L-Pod. Again, it's long. It's ridiculous because this show is ridiculous too. Um, let's see. What did Ivy say? Ivy says he thinks that there have been three weeks. Yeah. Uh, for, mm, I don't know, Ivy. Three weeks? I don't know. I'm going to go with it. So I say a week and a day. I would say three weeks. Uh, Y'all listening at home or listening on the repeat, uh, send send a tweet. Let me know how long do you think, how much time do you think it's passed? I say one week and a day. I would say three weeks where y'all fall. Um, hit me up on Instagram as well, Carefree Black Nerd. And if you want to email me, you know, you want to have a more in-depth conversation behind the scenes, <laughs> email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. I'd love to have your email, your conversation, uh, your views, your shit talking, your uh, predictions, any all of that. And if I got something wrong, shit, let me know too. Like, uh, actually, Wanda's outfit is not from Silhouette Challenge. It's from, you know, whatever. Let me know. Uh, Edward says a couple of days, maybe minutes. Like, in so you're saying for the whole uh, episode one to six, you think there's just been a couple of days? Or are you saying there's been a couple of days since episode five into episode six? So I got a weekend in the day. Obviously, about three weeks. CS is about a couple of days. Let me y'all let me know. Let me know. Um, yeah. So until next time, you guys stay uh carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. Uh stay away from I don't know, man child uncles and crazy hyper kids i don't know <laughs> stay out of westview hell that's that's the point to take after all of this stay out of westview let's say uh five into six okay so uh see it says from episode five into six it's been about a couple of days maybe mm, okay okay i'm go with that we're gonna see so please guys check me back here next week same wanda time same vision station for episode seven live review of I had a wonder vision of love, and it was more than you give it to me. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks. Signing off. Love you, Westview.